Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Pig Health Today, and with me is Dr. Lisa Beckton. She's a veterinarian and director of Swine Health Information and Research for National Park Board. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, the Pork Checkoff provides a lot of funding to your organization for research. How do you go about divvying that up and deciding priorities for the industry? I'm sure producers would like to know. <laughs> you know, it's a really unique process. We have a lot of different committees that help assign and develop our programs, and they're all made up of producers. And so, for example, my area of swine health, we have a committee of about 20 people that go through and list what their priorities are and challenges are, especially when dealing with swine health. And so we take that information and then develop what type of research we want to do. And how often are those decisions made? We have, uh, for swine health, we have a research call twice a year. So one in the, the late winter, early spring, and one in the fall. And so, but we also have constant contact at least once a month with that committee. So if priorities change, if a new disease comes up, then we have the ability to, to react and address that. But I imagine there's a fair amount of consistency in that list year after year. There is. You know, we have two different calls for swine health, one specifically for PERS, and then one for general diseases of swine. And within those categories, what the priorities are can change. But relatively, the, at least those two buckets remain the same. So what's your primary focus right now? Um, really, we're looking for the PERS side is trying to, again, understand the epidemiology and spread of PERS because we know there's different ways that virus transmits and we're trying to understand what is the herd dynamic? How is it moving from one section to the other, from gestation to fairwang to finishing? And how do we break that transmission? The other thing is really looking at new diagnostics. So you've heard a lot about oral fluids, but now we're looking at processing fluids. And so that's something that we're also looking into. One big topic in the industry right now is sow mortality. We've seen the numbers uh, increase dramatically over the last three to five years. What is your group doing about that? You know, there's a couple different efforts that are going on right now. There's a concerted effort between our Animal Science Committee and our Animal Welfare Committee that started actually last year. They put in about $100,000 combined to start looking at the epidemiology and description of what's going on. And so that was funded through Iowa State University and they're publishing results once a week. And so that's coming up with some really interesting information of categorizing where those death losses are occurring and what they're caused by, or in some instances, what we don't know about them. But then this year, the two committees again came together and spent uh, contributed $1 million towards this effort. And what they did is something rather, rather unique. They combined with the Foundation for Food and Agricultural Research, FFAR. FFAR is putting in an additional million dollars, so they're having a $2 million concerted effort to address this whole issue of pig loss, which would also incorporate sow mortality. And that's an important point that you just made. It just seems like I realize National Pork Board is not working on its own. You collaborate with a lot of different organizations to bring this together. Sure, that is correct, because there's a lot of things that we just don't have the, you know, enough funding to cover. And so we'll work with USDA, we'll work with other organizations and entities. We've even, you know, we've worked with Zoetis on some particular uh, PERS issues. And so we really like to reach out to people who are active in the area, have a vested interest, and then try to see if we can't combine our dollars to maximize the benefit to producers. Now we talked about PERS, but we kind of glossed over the day-to-day the -day diseases, things like mycoplasma, um, porcine circovirus. Um, what, are, what are your 
priorities in, in those areas right now? They do change, but really what we're looking at this year, uh, we had studies for influenza, for mycoplasma, for strep suis and rotavirus. Again, our producer committee really identified those as an issue. So for example, on mycoplasma, a lot of what we're looking at is how do you acclimatize gilts that are negative and get them into a positive mycoplasma positive herd? And so those are some really practical things that the producers are wanting to know. And so we're still continuing to follow that vein. Same thing with rotavirus. How do we get the best immunity on baby pigs, even if we don't necessarily have a vaccine? So trying to understand all of those types. And even though they're not, they're day-to-day -day diseases, they still have an important role because they can cost producers a lot of money if not controlled. Now, what about um, porcine epidemic diarrhea virus, otherwise known as PED? Uh, from talking to some veterinarians yesterday, it, it seems like there, there are some producers that want to eliminate it, some want to control it, and, and some are just kind of throwing in the towel and say, well, we're going to live with it. Uh, what, what's, what's your organization doing to try to get a better handle on this disease? You know, we have a PED working group, and those are the very things that we've discussed in there. And, we, you know, we try to keep a track of the monitoring, uh, the monitoring that's through the Swine Health Monitoring Program with, with SHIC. And so you can see that it does wax and wane over time. And so, you know, we are trying to monitor what the status of disease, and we understand people have different options of what they want to do for control. Really right now, the working group has kind of been on a, uh, a, a let's continue to monitor and see what happens, because it is very hard, because we know it's an extremely contagious disease, and it can be easily transmitted, but we're just continuing to focus on make sure you do the biosecurity efforts, make sure you get a lot of these other things done. We're also focusing on the feed side because we know PED may have snuck in on feed and ingredients, and we want to make sure that doesn't happen with other diseases. But at this point, our working group is just holding on and saying, let's, let's continue to monitor with PED and see where we go. Before you mention Schick, Swine Health Information Center, tell me about your association with that group and what your priorities are in that uh, as far as foreign animal diseases go. That's a really a, a nice collaboration. SHIC came about because of PED. We recognize the need to, to have additional monitoring and try to address some of these emerging diseases. And so Pork Board made a one-time grant to SHIC uh, back in 2015 for $15 million. And it spans about five years or, or more, depending on what we need to get done. But the goal there was really to have a, a global perspective on emerging diseases and diseases that might be threats back to producers. And so it, it complements Port Board's existing foreign animal disease research because Schick is focusing more on the what ifs or what are out there that could cause us disease and also making sure we're prepared to find those diseases. Whereas Port Board's foreign animal disease research is really looking at, you know, how do we continue to develop vaccine concepts for, for classical swine fever, for foot and mouth, for African swine fever? What are biosecurity things? And so addressing more of the specifics on foreign animal disease is port board addressing more of emerging disease and response to some of these potential emerging diseases is more of Schick's wheelhouse. Well, it sounds like farmers' checkoff dollars are being put to pretty good use. You know, we're trying to cover a lot of the things, address things that are currently happening at home, make sure we're aware of things that are happening globally, but also be prepared for things that we really don't want, such as foreign animal diseases. And so that's our priority, is really to protect the herd health of our producers. We've been talking to Dr. Lisa Becton. 
Chief Veterinarian and Director of Swine Health Information and Research for the National Park Board. Thanks again for coming by. Thank you.